Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Making sure you're right with Jesus is the most important thing you can do while you're here on earth. Today, Pastor J.D. lays out the simple plan of salvation so you can be sure. You first need to admit your need for the Savior and repent of your sins. Next, believe that Jesus is Lord of your life and call upon His name. You'll find forgiveness and assurance in Him. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 9th, 2019. I was lamenting about how our news feeds are just blanketed with the 2020 elections already And we're a year and a half away, and I'm thinking to myself, how can you be so sure that you're even going to be here in a year and a half? How can you even be so sure you're going to be here in a day and a half? Be very careful, James says, when you say we're going to go into such and such a city and do business there and buy and sell there and do this and that. You should say, Lord willing. And the reason why is because your life is a vapor and tomorrow's not guaranteed. But it's like, bear with me. (laughs) Maybe I just need to vent my spleen a little bit here, I don't know. But it's like people just are acting like, hey, happy days are here again. I mean, and don't get me wrong, they're making plans. Hey, in 10 years, here's my 15-year plan. I'm thinking, 15 years? Now, listen, nothing wrong with having plans. Just hold on loosely to them, and don't let those plans have you. Nothing wrong. The horse is made ready for battle, but the Lord determines the outcome. Hold on loosely to that which is not guaranteed, namely tomorrow. But there's like this expectancy that, hey, it's just going to be like this all the time. And there's no sense of urgency, this on the eve of the very night the thief comes. That's why. And again, I know I run the risk of sounding sensational, but one need look no further than to what is happening in the world today to realize that the rapture is imminent. What do I mean by imminent? I love how one explained it, like it sounds. 
The rapture is imminent. The rapture can happen at any minute. Let me do that again, because that was a little quick. You know, first service, a little early. Imminent. It can happen at any minute. Suddenly. Quickly. Will you just kind of hear me out as I share with you why it is that I truly believe that we are on the eve of the thief coming in the night, as a thief in the night, to snatch away his bride. We're told specifically in the Bible, very specifically in some cases, what's going to happen at the time of the end. We're told what's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens and begins to happen, we'll take notice. And that there will be this sense of urgency, in particular what happens in the Middle East, namely Israel, specifically Jerusalem, and the area today we know as the Middle East. I want to begin with this Israel Hayom report about Israeli strikes on military targets in Syria for the second straight day. According to Syrian media, the Israeli strike targeted the T-4 airbase in the central province of Homs, long used by Iranian forces in Syria just before midnight Sunday. This is last Sunday, June 2nd. Israel has acknowledged carrying out dozens of airstrikes in Syria against Iranian targets and Tehran's allies over the past months. Now, what if I told you that the Bible with specificity says it's all going to go down in Syria and they're going to come down from Syria and attack Israel? For those of you who are well versed with Bible prophecy, you know I'm speaking of two specific prophecies in Isaiah 17 and Ezekiel 38. And I say that to say this, it's happening exactly as we were told it would, which is why I truly believe we are on the eve of the rapture. It's that close. It's important to understand that these strikes are preemptive by virtue of Iran's weapon capabilities. On Tuesday, the Jerusalem Post published a report about how the German intelligence agency is confirming Iran's purchase of missile technology to manufacture, listen, nuclear, biological, or chemical weapons of mass destruction. Now what if I told you that in Zechariah 12 we have the description very specifically in that prophecy that describes a nuclear attack? Uh, Pardon me, Zechariah 14. What if I told you that in Ezekiel 38 it is describing a nuclear attack? What if I told you that even in the book of Revelation it is describing prophetically yet future 
these weapons of mass destruction that will wipe out a large population of planet earth. It's happening, exactly as we're told. According to this Arut Sheva report, get this, Iran is only six months away from an atomic bomb. And a former IAEA official says, Israel and the Gulf states need to be worried about Iran's emerging nuclear capabilities. Well, thankfully, the Iranian threat is being taken seriously. On Thursday, Al-Arabiya quoted a top U.S. commander in the Gulf region as saying that the Iran threat is very real. Make no mistake about it, Israel, to their credit, and rightfully so, is also taking the threat of an Iranian attack very seriously as well. I want you to listen to this Jerusalem Post report where they quote a senior Israel Navy officer. Listen to what he said, and I want to emphasize and highlight and underscore uh, some of this. He says, quote, We are ready for any Iranian proxy attack. With tensions still high, Navy commanders are, listen, still quoting, ready for anything, anywhere. Wow. You'll forgive me for the bluntness with which I ask these two questions. But the first question is, do I take this seriously? Is there an urgency? Here's the second question. Am I ready? Am I ready for the Lord's return at any time? Have you ever heard the question asked? I've probably asked it myself on occasion from the pulpit. But if you knew without any doubt that for a certainty Jesus Christ would rapture His church this afternoon, oh, wouldn't that be great? What would you do differently? Oh my, no, for real? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I would call auntie so-and-so and uncle so-and-so, and I would, I would, I would just, man, I, oh my God, this afternoon, yeah, oh, but well, why aren't you doing it now? What do you mean? Well, because the Lord could come this afternoon. Oh, come on. You don't really expect that He's going to come back this afternoon. Well, wait a minute. Didn't we just hear Jesus say in Matthew's Gospel, that He would come at an hour that we expect not? So in other words, we're, if we're honest with ourselves, we would say, I don't really expect Him to come back between the hour of 2 and 3 o'clock this afternoon. Jesus said, oh, really? You don't expect me to come at that hour? <laughs> That's the hour I'm going to come. 
about that? The purpose of these weekly prophecy updates is for non-believers to get right with the Lord while there's still time, and for believers to get ready for the Lord who could come at any time. Any minute. Pastor, do you really believe that? Absolutely. With everything in my being. I can stand before you today and say, I have no unfinished business. There's nobody left for me to call. I've called everyone. If the Lord comes at two o'clock this afternoon, which by the way, I'm going to pray that He does. I'm, I'm, I'm not a false prophet if He doesn't. I'm just saying. But if the Lord were to come back at two o'clock this afternoon, yes, I'm ready. I've been ready. And I'll continue to be ready if it's today as I would be ready if it's not 10 years from today. Oh, pastor, you're contradicting yourself about having plans. Do you have plans? You better believe I have plans because you know why. And we're going to talk about this maybe (laughs) when the Lord presents the opportunity. But we're to occupy till He comes. You know this beautiful property that He's given us? I mean, it's a miracle again in every sense of the word. That's not hyperbole. It was a miracle that we got this property and this building and renovated this building. You know, it's 3.1 acres. Have you noticed that we're clearing out Lot 1 after Mike's Huli Huli Chicken moved out? And we're going to make more parking there. The Lord gave us everything from the water over here to the 7-Eleven. That's 3.1 acres to be exact. And to whom much has been given, much is required. And as for me and my church, I want to be found faithful when the Lord returns, so He can say to us, good job, well done, good and faithful servant, busy about the things of God right up until the moment the trumpet sounds. That's the kind of ready I want to be. And I would venture to say that's the kind of ready you want to be as well. And that's why every week, week in and week out, we do these prophecy updates, is to sound the alarm as a watchman on the wall. Hey, warning, warning, sorry I'm yelling. I get a lot of complaints, particularly from our online members, that say you blew out another set of speakers. Send the invoice, we'll reimburse you. So very sorry about that. Okay, where were we? We were somewhere here in this prophecy update. I suppose it would be appropriate to ask the question, not rhetorically, are you ready? Do you take this seriously? Is there a sense of urgency? If the Lord were to come, would it be for you as a thief in the night, unexpected? Or are you ready, waiting? (laughs) Man, if that thief comes tonight, Watch me now. Maybe it's not a question of being ready for the Lord. Maybe for someone here or watching online, it's a question of being right with the Lord. 
And that's another reason why we do these prophecy updates and share the gospel of Jesus Christ at the end of these prophecy updates. The good news of salvation found in the person and finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. What is the gospel? The word gospel basically means good news. Your debt has been paid. Your penalty has been paid. You're free to go. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. All the charges are dropped on you because somebody else has taken your place. That someone else is Jesus the Christ who came and was crucified and was buried and rose again on the third day and, good news, He's coming back one day. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Now, in so doing, He paid in full with His blood shed in our stead for all of our sins, and He paid for it, but He offers it to us as a free gift, the free gift of eternal life. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, We are saved by grace through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any of us should boast as if somehow we we earned it, we paid for it. No, it's a gift that's received. If you pay for a gift, it's no longer a gift, right? So what are we going to do now with this offer that is given to us, this free gift that is offered us, this free gift of eternal life? Well, it's ABC simple. It's what's known as the ABCs of salvation, which we also do on a weekly basis because it is a childlike, simple explanation of how to be saved. It's not complicated, and I'm so thankful that It's not complicated because 37 years ago, if it were complicated, I don't know that I would have been able to get saved. I don't mean to insult anybody's intelligence with the ABCs of salvation, but it is childlike simple. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned and that you need the Savior, the Savior. This is what repentance is in the sense that you're, the word repent means to do a 180, an about face, change. You've had a change of mind concerning your sin before a righteous and holy God. And you do a 180. You turn from your sin to the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 says, All have fallen short, sinned, and fallen short of the glory of God. It's kind of interesting. We talked about this once. Just bear with me for a second. But the word sin is actually an archery term. So in that day, if you were an archer and you you shot your arrow and missed the bullseye, fell short of the bullseye, they would say to say to you, "You sinned, (laughs) you sinner." Because you missed the bullseye. You fell short. We all miss the bullseye. We all fall short of the bullseye of 
the glory of God. Romans 6.23. Now, this, if you please, packages, for lack of a better way of saying it, the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? Oh, the bad news is you've been sentenced to death. The death penalty. Why? Because the wages of sin is death. That's the death penalty. That's bad news. But, I like this but, (laughs) the gift, gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He paid in full for your death penalty in your stead. That's the good news. That's the gospel. And that's the A. Here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. It's not tentative. The jury is not out. The verdict is in. You will be saved. Acknowledging your sin, believing in your heart, and see, lastly, confessing with your mouth. Or call upon the name of the Lord. Listen to Romans 10, 9 and 10, what it also says. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And then lastly, Romans 10, 13. This is what I like to say seals the deal. This is how I got saved over 37 years ago. All, because I'm an all, So are you all, y'all, y'all, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Is that too simple? Maybe that's the problem. Ah, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, there may not be such a thing as a free lunch, but there is such a thing as the free gift of eternal life. And that's the gospel truth the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God, if you sit here in this church today, and you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you today, before you leave this church, to make the most important decision you will ever make in your life, for eternal life. And for those watching online, it's not an accident that you're watching this video. Wherever you may be, and whenever this may be, I implore you to call upon the name of the Lord, believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth, acknowledging your sin, turning from your sin, and turning to Him, Jesus the Christ, who paid in full for all your sin. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge 
of Jesus Christ. When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in His love.